completely unscripted, delightfully unfiltered, and 100% fun. Sit back, relax, and get ready to have a great time as they bring you the latest in beer news, Ben M. Brewing updates, and general shenanigans. And now, your hosts, the famed brew crew. All right. Welcome back. Episode three. Is it three? It's it three. It is three. Yeah. It's been a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute since we did one before. Or one of these again. Before. Again. Marty it's, off to a great start. It's been <laughs> It's been so long that the weather's changed to a different season. <laughs> it is now the dead of winter. Winter is coming. Yeah, we were on a movie rant earlier. Uh, not movie, but shows and and. and kind of warming up for the podcast kind of like I mentioned we do sometimes most of the time just to kind of catch up because we don't see each other all the time so yeah it's been a minute since we did one of these but I'm happy back doing it though yeah it's definitely like riding a bike though as soon as we're back together it's like oh we have to keep this actually under like a half hour a half and not hour? talk yeah. for ramble for two hours or so. fall off a bike ride a bike whatever is easier <laughs> that's fine how was your week it was good yeah well, first off, just as a reminder, you are Brian. <laughs> yes, thank you. Brian from Ben and Brewing. Yes. And as always, uh, Christy, my partner in crime. Hello. My standard greeting. <laughs> Back in action. Yeah. yeah. Back into trouble. Yeah. Um, my week was good. Thank you for asking. It was busy. It's been busy. No one ever wants to come out here in the summertime because it's... We don't, we don't want to come out here in the summertime. I know. We don't really want to be here. It's got awfully hot. So with the weather being nicer... October, November, anywhere through next spring is going to be just busy. Yeah. The weather's been amazing so far this morning. Like just the coolness in the air was like 75. Humidity doesn't seem as bad. Our mosquito problem seems to be resolving itself. So we're not as. We only use a little bit, like a quarter of a can of of off. Of off. Deep woods (laughs) off. Yeah. So the chemical exposure is much less. We don't even have the the incense burning today. Mm -mm. We were able to shut that off. So that was nice. Yeah. How about you? It was a good week. Um, not too terribly busy right now. Everything's kind of calming down with the with the day day job stuff, uh, which has been good. Um, did a lot of work the past couple of weeks because uh, we've been busy with that cooking video, or at least you've been more busy with it, getting it edited and ready, and it's posted, which I'm so excited that that thing finally we got it up and running, and it, people seem to be really liking it. In the interim, been kind of working on the studio as it were, so our setup for the podcast is not quite so janky, a little more professional, which I like. Looks great. Uh, that took a bit of work to do. Uh, my Mona Lisa painting that I ordered two and a half months ago. I, I got to describe this thing. So it's a it's a painting of the Mona Lisa, or a print I should say on canvas. Uh, but she's drinking a beer and she has like a beer mustache. Super classy. So I it took yeah two and a half months to get that thing. So I got that thing framed up and hung up. And so hopefully uh, in later episodes when we start doing video, you guys will be able to see that. But I think it classes the joint up. I don't it, think I've shown you the finished thing yet. It's it's. I saw you sent me a picture of it, but okay. I don't. I haven't seen it in person. It's, but I feel like it really ties everything together. Like it fits real. It fits perfectly. Classy, but not quite. You know, because that's how we roll. Kind of like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are smoking our cigar and. What was it? Sai said, uh, "Dress classy, dance trashy." <laughs> exactly. That about sums it up. I think. Yeah. I am impressed that you even know who that is. Wow! Already with the insult. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a, uh, I'm surprised you know who people are. <gasps> Good that's for a, that's you. A very, that's a very niche one. Really? Sigh? Yeah. 
it's it you're basically excuse me you're basically into k-pop at that point no that's not close to (laughs) (laughs) k-pop not even remotely no i deny that absolutely deny that already getting sidetracked i know it happens (laughs) um so yeah, no, it's been it's been a good week, and and Ben and Brewing. Um, I don't remember where we were at subscribers. We were below two hundred last time, I think. Oh, we? we were like one ninety eight. One ninety eight. Yeah, we're up to. No, no, I think we were at one eighty nine. That's what it was. One eighty nine. Yeah, and we were hoping to hit two hundred pretty quickly. Now we're at like two fourteen. Uh, and when we posted that cooking video, we got a bunch of new subscribers, which has been really exciting. And that was a fun video to do. Such a different format. Uh, I've said it before. Vanessa's just phenomenal on camera. She really you is. were phenomenal on camera. You guys did so good. I definitely um, was the comic relief. I feel like, <laughs> but I'm okay with that. <laughs> if we can get, if we can get followers and subscribers, I, uh, I will be. <laughs> you will. <laughs> I will fall on my sword and like just be that person. Shamelessly prat fall your way to subscribers. We call. Uh, well, we should just say it. I feel like I will be the hot pot wine moment of the. <laughs> <laughs> the video. Uh, yeah. There's some videos out there I feel like that you just know people watch because they're it's a train wreck and I feel like that's what ours will Is be. Is that what that video was called? It's a YouTube video for the guys that don't that maybe that's more obscure than the Psy reference. Um this this woman's doing this she has this channel. Sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. We're still getting used to the new setup. Um she goes through how to make wine out of Welch's grape juice in a crock pot at like, I don't know, 100 degrees or whatever it was. I mean, just. Oh. With the bottle cap being like. It has the, like millions of views. Millions. millions of views for this train wreck. And, you know, to her credit, she had confidence. She stuck it out. Like, she was good on camera, but the uh, the whole brewing of this wine, there were so many things that were just cringe worthy. What was it the the little the bottle cap as the fermenter chamber the, the, the airlock airlock yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah or her tasting it like she's swirling it it's done right so she's she's got it in a wine glass and she's swirling it around and she's like see there's you can see it kind of uh, sticking to the edge of the glass it has legs and that means there's alcohol in it and she smells it and she's like oh that's you know I haven't watched it in a while but she smells it and she's like oh that's wow that's uh it's intense I can really smell the and then she drinks it and you just see her face. She's trying so hard to hold back like a grimace, but you see all the muscles like quiver in her face like. She's like, hmm, (laughs) well, that tastes like it smells. I mean, just, (laughs) oh, God. Yeah, it was, it is, it's hilarious. If you haven't seen it, you should search it Hot Pot Wine on on YouTube. I think that it serves a purpose, though, because like people that, I almost kind of want to do that. Like, you know what we talked about like with duetting on TikTok and stuff. I kind of want to do like some of the crazy like beer ideas out there just to see if they work. Like I'm sure there's some crazy shortcuts to brew beer or like some funny things that you can try and it'd be funny to do and see if it works. You, you uh, I didn't I don't know if I want to talk about this, but now I want to. Uh speaking of different techniques of things. So we got a YouTube comment. It was a couple of days ago, um, which we like to see additional comments and things. And and honestly, everything really that we've gotten so far has been very positive. I think as our, our as our reach expands, you're going to run into people who don't necessarily agree with the way you do things, or and that's fine. Everyone's got a difference of opinion, and it should be done respectfully if somebody disagrees. And you know, somebody left a comment on our Extract One Hundred One video, which is something that we were very proud of doing. It was a remake of. 
the first tutorial that we had done, and we were so proud of how that came out. I mean, it exploded. It's, I don't know, it's up to, which in YouTube numbers is probably small, but I don't know, seven, eight, nine thousand views since we posted it. It's gotten a lot of great comments. Well, we got one yesterday that was kind of contrary to that, which in our minds, and feel free to disagree, Christy, means that we're getting more exposure because now we're getting it pushed out to people that uh, are being exposed to new content. And so they may not. Well, for me, I think I messaged you this once you told me about the comment. And it's like, if we're getting popular enough to where we have haters, we're we're good. We've, like, we've hit the big time. <laughs> they hate us now. Now we're mainstream. I'm just saying that, like, you know, if there's enough people watching it to where they're comment, I mean, everyone's going to have their opinion, but... Honestly, if there's enough people watching it where we start getting negative comments, at least it's reaching. Like, yeah. You know. Well, and it was funny because the comment, I mean, we call it a negative comment, but it really had nothing to do with the video. And so I haven't I haven't responded to it and I've debated responding to it. And obviously we want to be the bigger people and not, you know, be trolls like some people out there on the Internet. So I, I may just let it slide, but it is actually quite funny. So. I, I got it. I'm going to misquote the comment, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it. So, you know, Extract 101, we're talking about, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's just a basic video on how to get started with your first beer. Basic equipment, basic technique. We don't go into a lot of detail on it because we want it to be simple and approachable. It's gotten great. It's taken off. It's been very well received. We're very proud of that video. Somebody comments, you lost me in the first few seconds. So I'm reading that. And I'm like, oh, geez. Okay. Was this too slow? Is it? I continue to read. He says, I can make a gallon of yummy mead with no specialized equipment. Just a gallon of bottled water, honey, baker's yeast, raisins, and a balloon. So I'm very confused. I'm like, okay, so this is a beer brewing video, and he's he's saying he was lost interest in the first few seconds because he can make mead with balloons. I mean, to each his own. If he's happy with what he's making, more power to him. Absolutely. It's, you know... It, it, different techniques kind of like you were talking about and if that works for him then there's nothing wrong with that it's fine for him but it was crazy that he picked a beer brewing video for beginners and kind of trashed it in like he lost me in the first few seconds well yeah it's not a mean making video right so i don't know change your search term or maybe the youtube algorithm is broken i have no idea but like and the fact that he didn't just look at it and say oh no this is this is beer brewing i'm not interested he took the time to write this comment right i think that everyone's going to have an opinion and I agree with you on taking the high road. I think that since we're just starting out in the beginning, we do need to respond to it and not just ignore it, but in a way that's like positive, like it's not bothering us because I think that when I, I think I, I think I messaged this to you, but when I see like channel runners or page owners respond in a negative way to something, I get more frustrated because I'm like, well, this guy clearly is a troll. Or, Why would you stoop to that level? Or, I mean, it has an opinion that's different than the mass. That's fine. Even if it's wrong in our eyes, he took the time to leave a comment. True. I, like, for me, that's okay. Like, I would definitely come at someone and shut them down if they had assaulted us, like, physically. Like, made catty comments about appearance or, you know, stuff like that. In all the tutorials I've watched, your hair is the dumbest I've ever seen. That's like something that is fair tro enough. Troll worthy. Yeah. Okay. But like, I feel like the guy. Also, things get lost in comments. You don't know if it. I mean, clearly it wasn't a favorable comment, but I don't know. Who knows if it maybe came out. I 
I don't know. I think it, it, it's like hard to say that he's a troll because he did actually mention that he does certain things a different way. It's not like he just attacked the video and the. I mean, he did, but it wasn't like personal. I don't think he has a personal. No, because I don't. I don't. No, no, no. I don't think he got far enough in the video to be able to critique right. it. It was just more of a. This is a beer brewing video, and I can do my own thing with a yeah, a party balloon and a and some <laughs> baker's yeast. You did bring up a good comment, and you were like. You were like, and he has no videos on his page. Yeah, I was, and this is petty and childish, and I just, I need to be better than this. Um, but when you work as hard as we do, and I'm sure a lot of creators are the same way, and somebody comes in and they don't take the time to really give you the time it might deserve, even if they disagree with it, even if they don't like it, that's fine. Constructive criticism is okay, but there was nothing constructive there. I, I was tempted to respond, you know, I look forward, something to the effect of I look forward to subscribing to your channel when you start putting out mead making videos like you know walk a mile in our shoes and realize how much work it is to do this stuff is it perfect no but we're out there trying to spread the knowledge for people that are passionate too and you know the response like that is not appropriate and i'm not i will not do that you don't have to worry but yeah there were some funny ideas we came up with 100 percent. well we were gonna do like we'll just start keeping a log of what we want to say mm -hmm. but i think that like i said no matter what anyone does not just us no matter what anyone does, someone's going to have a comment about it. Mm -hmm. No, Negative, absolutely. You so. need to, we need to be, we, me, I need to be thicker skin than that, you know. And and again, it doesn't really bother me because it wasn't really a personal attack, but I think it was just more of like you had to comment on, on the video that wasn't even related to what you do. Right. Eh. I get that. I eh. feel that. It's still a comment. It's still activity. It, it might help because I don't know. I don't think he rated it thumbs down. I don't, I don't think, I think it was just a comment. So I'm like, oh, that probably will help boost our stuff anyway. So thank he you. viewed it. It's one more view that we got on that For video. three seconds. In the first few seconds. <laughs> I love it. So. Well, I mean, I'm curious to see what happens in the future. I mean, it's going to be interesting. This is our first segue into how to handle situations like right that. we haven't really come across that before i don't we haven't been that broadcast maybe before. that's what's more shocking about it is that it's the first time this has happened to us yes yeah well and again it's going to happen because our stuff isn't always it's not perfect some of the stuff may be too long maybe we do have some incorrect information in there i mean it, it happens so yeah i just need to be <laughs> no i get it yeah i feel that yeah so but it, it was a, it was a good week overall and the comments are coming through and the, the youtube's going and we got to get our next video planned Mm -hmm. I have a couple ideas, got a couple shot sheets ready to go, but um, with definitely, and especially the weather cooling off. Yes. What I was excited, and this was a couple weeks ago, we finally brewed another beer. It's been months since we brewed. Oh my God. That was so amazing. Oh, it was a good brew day. We hit our numbers. Uh, and it was still hot out though, and we still was. nailed it. We did. Yeah. And I think the beer's just about done. It's a, it's a Mars and Oktoberfest beer. Just um, in time. I'm trying to think if I've done this one before. I think this was a new new recipe that I was trying out. Um, it's in the fermenter, it's crash cooled, it's it's just getting ready to be kegged here and we'll let it age a little bit. It'd be perfect timing for not necessarily Oktoberfest, but October. We do need to brew again. Mm -hmm. October's coming. We need to, you know. <gasps> night brews. Oh, I love the night brews. Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys, if you've never done a night brew, it's oh so nice. Especially when the weather gets cooler out or even in the evening gets cool, but it's hot during the day. Yeah. That is so nice. And I love the burners at mm -hmm. night, the light. It is, uh, oh, yes, night brew. And just being able to pull some chairs out and just relax in the cool weather while you're waiting for the next step. It's just magical. Oh, you know it would be really fun, especially with October coming. And we haven't done this before. Do a night brew. It's cold out. Maybe do some, some hot cider. 
Yeah. Maybe maybe a little something in the cider. I don't know. Just keep, keep things <laughs> little, warm. Yes, of course. Call it fortified cider. I don't know. <laughs> something spiced. That'd be fun. That'd be good. We should do that. Oh, totally do that. magical. We yes. need to do this. It's magical. Yes. <laughs> I'm in a whole wanderlust fairy lights <laughs> time of my life right now. So like everything is magical. Magical. <laughs> Splendid, wondrous, wonder, yes. wondrous, yes. wondrous, yes, magical. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's get into our show. Um, I know we derail a lot just because we like talking to each other and catching up and stuff. So, um, today's episode, we are talking about, and this was a hard thing to find. Um, you know, we hear about those crazy beers where, and I mentioned the last episode where, um, one of the, the brewers built, 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 <laughs> built, baked, made, cooked baked a red velvet cake and threw the whole thing in like secondary to give this darker beer ipa or i don't know what it was i can't get my hands on it. i looked for it um to give it this this red velvet flavor which just seems insane to me and there's a lot of beers out there that they do some of this crazy stuff that i just this sounds horrifying yeah and is that really like really I, is it even like okay is it even sanit like is it going to, I mean, I know it's not going to spoil, but like, is it okay to do that? Like, I don't understand. I don't, I just, I don't like. Because the ingredients in a cake, like just oh, thinking about boiling them and then, no wait. Well, they they, put, they it, put it in the fermenter. They put it in the fermenter, yeah, which is so, even worse. So it's like after post-fermentation, everything's done and then you throw a cake in there. I don't, I don't know if it was fully iced or if it was just the, li- I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine trying to pour a beer off tap and you're like, oh, it's not pouring. Why not? There's icing stuck in the wine. Was, uh... Why is this beer chunky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went there. I like my beer like I like my salsa. <laughs> chunky. Oh, Gross. It is hard to find, though, those beers. Yes. Uh, and we looked. There was a um, some fruit beers that I'd found where some of the fruit was extreme. And um, you managed to get your whole your, your hands on a... It is from, uh, is it Pipeworks? Yeah. Okay, it's a strawberry shortcake. Typically, we like to do local beers um, to support the craft here in Arizona, um, but these beers are very difficult to find sometimes, so we kind of had to go outside the realm to get something within Oh, and I do want to say, like, not to derail, but at least this was bought at a local place. So oh, okay. I oh, yeah. bought it at, because... Um, Without giving our you know address out, we are located in the West Valley, and it's really hard to find places in the West Valley. I think, like we're trying to build the beer scene up here, um, and I love this tap room that's close to me. It's called Cactus Tap Room, and I. So you got this from Cactus Tap? Yeah, oh, I gotta check that place out. That yeah. sounds amazing because they have a cooler of to go beer too, mm-hmm. so you can like buy six packs or they'll sell one offs. So that's where I found this because they always get in some weird beers. So okay, well, let's open it up. So yeah, it's the strawberry shortcake. Do you have any stats on it by chance, or while I'm look. opening it up? We do know that it's not actually a cake thrown into it. So that's a good sign. Well, that's they got that going for them. That is a, and we're splitting a can. It's a tall boy that we're splitting here. Uh, it's probably safer that way. Oh my gosh, I just poured it in Chrissy's glass. It is a very, very kind of a hazy pink color. Very, very pink. I'm getting aroma, and I haven't put the glass near me yet. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, I'm trying not to judge. I'm going to take... This may be our new favorite beer, Christy. We may have to retract our statements about extreme beers. You know what? 
I got to give you some more because I did not put enough in oh. your glass, and you need to share this with me, this burden. I'm going to actually take some video of it, and um, then we can post it on TikTok so you know which one we're talking about. Yeah. Did I get that turned right for you? Yeah, actually, okay. perfect. Ooh, look at that color. Isn't that intense? So it's not actually like they threw a cake in it or anything. It is a strawberry shortcake-inspired beer with strawberry hibiscus, vanilla, and lactose. Okay, so lactose is a relatively unfermentable sugar. So that's going to add a little bit of residual sweetness to it. Strawberry hibiscus? Was that is that like a strawberry comma hibiscus, or is it? It's comma strawberry. Okay, so strawberry I'm like, comma hibiscus. Okay, comma. I didn't know if that was like a type of hibiscus that was strawberry flavored. Yeah, it seemed weird to me. Okay. I'm on Untapped right now, and out of 270 ratings, it's at a 3.59, so it's not great. Smell that. I'm nervous. Oh, someone rate someone rated this with like one and a half. Is it like a Yelp review? No, untapped. One and a half stars. Yeah, pretty much. Best beer I've ever had. Oh, it's got that. Oh, I hate to dog a beer, but this has that smell of like. It smells like angel food cake. Do you get that bready kind of sweet? But I've had a beer like this before and I can't. It smells like strawberry shortcake. It does. Doesn't it? All right, let's try this. Okay, let's I'm going to put it. You drink first. I'm frightened. Oh, Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. No, 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 no. No. I don't think we I think this might no. be a drain pour. Is this a sour beer? It's not supposed to be. Oh my god. Oh, and there's a strawberry shortcake aftertaste. Yeah. Oh my gourd. I'm going in again. I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> you know what? Mm. 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 We're in this together. Mm. Mm. I didn't want to swallow. I could Oh. Mm. Oh my. So the first sip, you know how you get like a, a really, not this is super sour, but like it, it's, it's a sour intensity that hits you right in the back of the, the, the jaw, that kind of, ah, that's what hit me. It has a tartness to it. It's surprisingly dry. It's not super sweet. I just found a comment on Untapped, and I think they pretty much nailed it. Strawberry comes on strong, but the cake aspect is missing entirely. Instead, I get strong plasticky taste mm -hmm. and knocks out the tartness of the strawberry, which I miss. Oh, this was definitely tart, though. Mm -hmm. Plasticky, medicinal. It tastes, you know what it tastes like is like just fake. Like everything about it tastes Artificial. Fake. It's like an artificial flavoring. Yeah. Definitely. And maybe they use real strawberries. I don't think so based on how it tastes. Oh my gosh. I I hate dogging on beers. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the podcast that dog because there's I just But this uh. is also like we were gonna test out weird odd beers. Mm -hmm. mm. You don't do that to yourself. Your stomach's gonna I can't, get upset. I, yeah it is. Oh gosh. Should we like Okay, so we've done the first uh, one. You have a new, a different beer that we should try. I think I'm going to drain poor mine. Yeah, I can't drink I the might, rest of it. I might do that too. I hate to do that. Should we, you know what? Maybe next time I will buy this beer and try to cook with it and see what I can come up with. <laughs> I'm thinking dessert. I would marinate chicken with that. Oh my goodness. I also paid $6 for this can. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. It's delicious. Oh my, wow. <laughs> don't do it. I wouldn't want you to get sick. Mm, I'm going in again, folks. <laughs> Why do you keep doing this to yourself? You know, oh my god! You know what's hilarious is Ooh. I get no vanilla. Period. The no end, vanilla at, at all. all. No, I do get a little 
like angel food cake in the finish, but it's very subtle, very I washed can't, out. I actually can't do it. I can't. And do it's it. overpowered with the 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 chemical, which oh. is that plasticky. Yeah, that that, they, the, that user oh. or reviewers pipe works. I am so sorry, guys. We we don't want to dog on your. Beer. No, they have other great beers. That's a do thing. They? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's an experiment but, that did not go well. I wonder how well it sells. I mean, obviously on Untapped, it's not doing well, but. Um, I mean, there's other beers out there that we've had that we don't that are that are flavored, like I don't know, orange flavored as an example, um, that we think has a very chemical, fake, artificial flavor, but people love it and they drink a lot of it. So you know, who are we to say this is crap? Not our thing, though. Right. No, my tongue is just absolutely pissed off right now. I did have a late night last night with uh, it was a, a tobacco pipe convention. I don't know what you'd call it, but. Uh, my taste buds are a little raw this morning from from a lot of pipe tobacco. Oh my goodness! All right, so well, I didn't have tobacco yesterday, and it's equally as pissed it off. Burns. Uh, all right, so we're we're going to respectfully put that one to the deep. Um, that that one's got to go down. But yeah. Brian, you bought a beer that we should try. It is. Um, I'll have to go grab it from the fridge real quick. It is a porter. Let me go grab it. Pie hole, I think, is the name. Yeah, of by it. Historic Brewing. Historic. Oh man. I'm glad someone's a professional on this thing. Goodness. I do my research. Yeah, you do. I love it. I'll be right back. Uh, I'm, I'm going to drain pour yours. Is that okay? Please, yeah, let yeah. me give those some rinse and Ooh. I'm going to just throw the glasses out. <laughs> I don't think that flavor's ever coming out. It's like brewing root beer and running it through your tap lines. That <laughs> never comes out. All right, so yes, Pie Hole Porter. It's a cherry vanilla porter, historic brewing company. I do not believe they threw a cherry pie in this particular beer. Um, but they did, obviously, it's supposed to have flavors of cherry. Uh, let's see what they say here. The beer that put us on the map is a brewery. Mm-hmm. Full flavored, medium body, porter, delicately sweet with all natural flavors of cherry and vanilla. I always wonder when they say all natural flavors. Does that mean they're using natural stuff or is it the natural artificial flavoring? And nor, nor, like an artificial extract or right. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, first off, we should say that this is a local beer. Yes. Historic is yes. out of Flagstaff. Well, that was their first, I think, location, right? Right. But I think I'm on their site now, and I think there's one in Williams as well. Okay. And I was really trying to find something local. I mean, this was the most extreme example that I could find that was available at you know the local store. Mm-hmm. So I don't have as, you know. There's a whole story. So if you go to Historic Brewing's website, it's just historicbrewingcompany.com. Oh, sorry, you're poor. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I was like, we're missing out on the ASMR. No, um, nobody cares. So I, I do. <laughs> Thank you. Um, there's a whole story behind it, but it, it, this whole beer stemmed from apparently their head brewer at the time realized there was a hole in the Arizona market for a great easy drinking porter. So he planned to brew a one barrel batch of a brown porter with cherry and vanilla. And this that was the first rendition of this beer. Oh, okay. All right, well, let's see how it does. The nose, uh, not as intense as the strawberry shortcake. Well, the cherry flavor is not as intense. It's not as over the top. So it is a little more subtle. I think they picked a good beer style as far as a porter to do a darker cherry kind of flavor. I don't get pie. I do get cherry. Do you get vanilla? You know what I find interesting about this beer, too, is that it still has like a sour note to it. And the, a tart tart. I don't get any vanilla at all. No vanilla. Mm-mm. 
I'm processing this one. I don't. Yeah, it's don't, definitely more palatable than what oh, we just for drank. Sure. It's absolutely yeah. yes. No, this was this is, and I'm sure it's hard to put the cherry flavoring in that in the porter like that. And again, this may be another one that's just not kind of our thing. This, like they said, this is the one that put them on the map. So it does have a very unique flavor. It is very well brewed. There's no funky off flavors. You're questioning it, like ah. I'm trying to like actually do some more research to see what they. I do get a very dark cherry pit in mm-hmm. the finish. I do too. Yeah. So it's not bad. I, I got to be honest. I mean, again, I, I don't want to trash any beers or anything. I don't think it's necessarily. I, I don't go for fruit beers, so this isn't necessarily my thing. They definitely do brew with vanilla beans. They do, but apparently there was a shortage of vanilla beans in 2016. So this beer has been around for a while. Yeah. But they tried brewing it without vanilla, and people weren't happy. So now they're basically they've reintroduced the vanilla. I think maybe for our palates, like what we're struggling with is that we're just not like a fruit beer fan. Yeah. So I think it's really hard to ju- I think it's hard to judge because there are people that like fruit beers. I think we've said in the past we don't yeah. like fruit beers. Well, and here's the thing I think that that we're able to do with with our our opinion of it basically. The strawberry shortcake beer? No. Absolutely not. The pie hole beer? It is a good beer. It's well brewed. I think it's well balanced. It's not over the top. Is it something that I enjoy drinking? Honestly, no. But that's my palate. But I'm not offended by it. You right. know what I mean? Like exactly. I could see people appreciating a beer like this because it's not over the top. It's a little more subtle. You do get that dark cherry. It is very smooth. It's very clean. It's a well brewed beer. I can see why it put them on the map. Not something I'd go out and buy a six pack of. But I respect and appreciate the work that went into engineering this beer to make it as balanced as it is. Right. I mean, I think that like, it's like when you read cooking reviews and it's like someone reviews a recipe, but they're like, I normally hate roast pork, but, and then dog it. Like we can't be like, we don't normally like fruit beers. So this sucks. Like it's good. Oh my God. When you hear those beer reviews where they're like, yeah, I don't like beer. This was horrible. What you don't what? what what did you expect? Right, it's exactly. Beer. And you have to think about. I could see where this could be their money maker because being out of Flagstaff, I've been to this brewery before actually, and it's cool. The vibe is really cool. They've got like cornhole, and it's Flagstaff. College kids go there. This I could see this being like a very popular beer. You know, you bring up a really good point. I wonder how much being in the brewery and drinking it. Obviously, if it's if it's fresh off tap, I bet obviously that changes the experience. It's not canned, although canned does a great job, but it hasn't traveled, right? You get it fresh out of the brewery. I wonder if it's a different experience. And the ambiance. That's a good talking point. We should do that in another show. Talk mm-hmm. about the ambiance of a brewery and does that impact the experience of drinking the beer there? Right. And I think with craft beer especially, I bet it does. Right. We'll, we'll save. I'll, I'm going to, we'll put a pin in this topic, but... I don't want to get into it, but we can bring it up in our next podcast. But for instance, another local brewery that I've always just remember hearing the um, owner and, you know, saying that certain breweries just have their moneymaker beer. Right. So like Papago, their moneymaker beer was always Orange Blossom. It's not like it's like craft beer aficionados are kind of like, no, but it is palatable for a lot of people and they sell a, sh- a lot of it. They sell, it is their moneymaker, period, the end. And this one I don't think is excessive as far as fruit infusion goes. I think that's it's toned down. It's 
it's a really well brewed beer. I mean, I'm not mad about it. Like, I'm not drain pouring it. I'm gonna drink it. No, me too. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's it is balanced. It's mm-hmm. not crazy or anything. Yeah, no, I think it was good. Yeah, I was lucky to be able to find it. And again, the, the extreme beers, <clears throat> based on the ones that I've heard, kind of hard to find out here. Which I'm. This I is good. I want to try going to like more of the bottle shops versus like Total Wines or like Bevmo. Like, I think we have a lot of cool little bottle shops now so i'm gonna try hitting those up yes yeah no this was good i I wish we could have found some other examples but like i said they were kind of few and far between and um, i think we were also so busy with getting the cooking video going that weren't able to get uh as much of the the beer stuff that we wanted to sample so but i think we got two good examples and i don't really want to do any more of the fruit beer question for you yeah now that you've had these two even though you do not favor your palate doesn't favor fruit beer do you think you'd be up for the challenge to brew one? I've brewed one before. Did I would love to do it again. I actually. would too. I think this has piqued my like competitive side. Yeah. I shouldn't say competitive, but I want to see if we can come up with something. I should go, uh, and it was a long time ago I did it. <gasps> I'd love to brew it again. It's a blackberry chocolate porter. Ooh. Porter, again, good for those dark fruit notes. Uh, it was not an extract flavoring. I did actual blackberries in there and then cocoa nibs for that chocolatey flavor. So it really enhances the the chocolate notes in the porter the blackberry just pairs nicely. Uh, we should do that again. I think that's a good idea. For, like for instance, like my um, one of my good friends, she loves Big Blue Van, and isn't mm. that the blueberry flavored one? I think so. Is that College Station? I can't remember. But it's oh, it's uh, uh, Oscar Blues Big Blue Van. College Street, College Street Big Blue Van, and it is for someone who probably doesn't like beer would like this because it's on the sweeter fruit side. Mm. But that would be kind of fun to do, like, our own fruit beer and see what we we come up with. Our moneymaker. Our moneymaker for the masses. (laughs) Yeah, I went to, uh, speaking of of over-the-top beers and things, and and I think we have an appreciation of some of the classic styles, and I think I kind of mentioned this to you, too. So there was a a brewery that opened up, uh, Lake Pleasant Brewing Company, uh, six months ago, maybe. And I went in to check them out finally and went in there and, and the owners were actually there behind the bar, which just tells you kind of the 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 flat culture that they're creating. They're they're you know, they're not too big to be in there slinging beers and talking about the beers. So I got to talk to the head brewer and then his buddy. They both had started together and looking at their menu. They've, it's basically in two different columns and column one are all the classic style beers and the full gambit you've got from a from a pale ale to a regular IPA to a porter to a Kolsch, like just classic. And the other column, uh, there was a big chunk that was IPAs, you know, hazy, East Coast, West Coast, dry hopped, whatever. And then a very, very small portion at the bottom of, they did some sour beers, a pickle sour and a and then they had seltzer that they'd done up. So they've got this huge gambit. And I, and I appreciated so much that they have these classic beers. And I was there and I'm like, all right, start with the classics. And I, I went through three of theirs because I suffer for the research. You had to do that. I had to do it. I had yeah. no choice. It was I really didn't want to, but I needed to. Um, all their classic styles, clean, crisp, well done. Mm-hmm. Totally appreciate that. Um. And then trying, I didn't try any of their extreme styles or their pickle beer. I did try their seltzer. They're still working on that. It was a bit sulfury. And they acknowledged it too, which I thought was really cool. When I tried it, I'm like, ah, not really my thing. They're like, yeah, no, the yeast profile wasn't right. 
when this is done, we're trying a different yeast, we're toning this down, they're tweaking it, they're working on it. And and so acknowledging it, not just saying that, oh, yes, we were going for that flavor profile. They're like, no, this is what we wanted. We're going to make it better next time. I'm like, right. oh, right. absolute humble honesty with it. The fact that they had these classic styles or Kolsch was absolutely fantastic. So they have these classic styles that they really stay true to, and then they do some experimentation. It's not just all about the over-the-top beers. Totally love that. So uh, we need to talk to them and see if they'll let us host a podcast there. I think it'd be great. I love their dining area because uh, it's an industrial area like a lot of the, some of the startup brewers that do this. Um, so they have their seating area out in front of the bar, but then as you kind of go around the corner, they have the big garage door that rolls up, and then you can see into the brewery. Well, a lot of places I've been to, you kind of stop there. Mm-hmm. They have their tables go into the brewery itself. And yeah. it, it's got some 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 barriers up so you don't wander onto the floor. Uh, but you can basically sit among the fermenters and see the work that's going on. I mean, yeah. just, I love that. Right, 100%. So I know you haven't gone there yet. We need to go check that out because that I would love be... That. You got to try their classic beers. They're so, I'm just, I'm in love. You've got to say something. There's something to be said about a brewery that just nails the styles of beer and you know, they know what they're doing. Like they are good at brewing like a perfect classic beer. Yes. They're very passionate about doing those classic styles and doing them well. And just for, for, you know, I think the people who are more initiated with the craft beer scene to have a brewery that actually doesn't have all these just over the top random stuff. They've got a whole lineup of classics kudos and I love it. And I will, I will ugh, go there constantly. And it's technically kind of like it's North Phoenix, but it's like kind of West Valley a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's nice. It's not too far from here. It's uh, oh, yeah. three or four miles. So yeah. real close I yeah. mean, within walking distance. <laughs> just a good stretch of the legs. <laughs> Listen, I've done worse. <laughs> I carried a 20-pound turkey on my shoulder one time. For <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sure that didn't look weird at all. No. No. Not at all. You're doing your incredible journey. <laughs> so, we'll have to go check that out. And we'll have to see if they'll let us. And I'd love to sit down and do an interview with those guys. So, oh I'll gosh. have to talk to them. Uh, Kitsune Brewing Company. Supposed to be opening up. It's either later this month or early next month. Like, they are there. Went through a ton of delays, as they always do, unfortunately. I mean... I can't imagine trying to open a brewery. Just the, the licensing and the the contractors and the state and the just he is. Uh, Tyler's supposed to be opening up, I think, the next month. So I'm excited to go kind of try his stuff out. He does a lot of IPA. I think that's kind of his focus and his passion, um, and some very extreme styles, but really well done. Uh, I'm excited to kind of get his lineup and kind of go through that. I think that'll be fun. Um, and speaking of IPAs, it's a style that that really came to the forefront. And everyone said, yep, it's a flash in the pan. It's going to go. It hasn't gone away. It's still there. And so now you've got all these variations of IPAs. So I think next time we should get some IPAs and talk about maybe some of these extreme styles that, um, again, with our kind of emphasis on over-the-top fruit, let's talk over-the-top IPAs. Um, and there's some extreme stuff that just, I don't know, <laughs> the hazy, the milkshake IPA, the... Right. Um, you know, East Coast, West Coast, the Brutes, the, the, there's so many different styles of IPA now. I mean, it's such a category that has just, they do every variation. The, what was it. it, the one that you brought up? Was it the cold, was it cold brew? Cold, wasn't there an IPA style that it was like cold something and you had to look it up? Oh, yes. Uh, is it a, a cold IPA? I know you're Googling that right now, but so basically the, the definition of it is it's an IPA that's done with a lager yeast. So it's fermented at a colder temperature. It was a cold IPA. It's a right? cold IPA. Okay, yeah. Because I looked at it, I'm like, um, 
I don't want a hot IPA. What the what's a cold IPA? So looking it up, it's done with a lager yeast, which is interesting. I bet that's very very clean. Obviously fermented colder, um, but you probably have to be careful with the hops because you don't have a big malt or yeast backbone to support a lot of hops. So I'd be curious. I um, don't know if we can get our hands on one on a cold IPA. Wait, let me. See. I mean, does it? Are we trying to stick to local or just in general? If we can get local, I think that's best. But if we can't find an example like our our uh, strawberry shortcake, um, so what we should do is, so we. You can't throw a stick at a local bar right now and not find some variation of a hazy or whatever. So oh, yeah. we will get those. I'm like, obviously, you can tell how stoked I am for this next stuff because like Ryan knows me, but like he's always so tired of me being like, what should we brew an IPA? Because like I love, I, like I freaking love IPAs. Like it's my jam. Well, so, I, and that's not your fault. I think it's a chemical imbalance that causes that. So it's just, you know. Wow, you like IPA? Remember the dark IPA, black IPA, black IPA. The one that did. I blogged about that you that you did blog about hated, that. That's on the website, guys. Check it out. But I, but I loved that beer. I was not a fan. See, but Stone had done a black IPA for one of their anniversaries yeah. one year, and it was one of my favorite beers. So maybe that's my love affair. But the cold IPA, I don't know if it's sold in Arizona, but like I can look. Sierra Nevada has a cold torpedo. Ooh, I do like their torpedo. So we could do a side by side and see what the difference is too. That'd be fun to do side by it's, side. It says, Love me some Sierra Nevada. It mm-hmm. says, "What is a cold IPA on their site?" This is their cold torpedo description. Served extra cold? Nope. The hoppy hybrid style is brewed to be crazy crisp. So, does it talk about using a lager yeast? Maybe I'm wrong with that. Maybe it's it's got to be that. That's the only thing that makes sense because you can't ferment it colder without using a lager oh, look. yeast. Okay, here we go. We this is from their site. This is from Sierra Nevada's website. We brew our cold IPA using lager yeast. Aha! Fermented warmer than usual to give cold torpedo its light and crisp backbone. Okay, so they use a bottom fermenting yeast, but they do it warmer. Yeah. We should do like a Kvike IPA, and we'll do it at like a hundred degree. Oh, I'm getting the evil stare. Oh my. Okay. We'll have a whole thing on Kvike. That should be a topic. Is yeast? Is Kvike? Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I don't know if we can get that cold torpedo in Arizona. Shoot. Anyway, we'll try to figure. We'll I'll take a look and see, and we'll see if we can get our hands on a cold IPA. And you know, depending on the style, we could probably try to brew one of those up too. Yeah. The weather's getting cooler out. We can start doing the loggers again, so yeah. it's not going to tax our fermenter too bad. So we'll do our IPA rundown next episode. Clearly, uh, we're way more excited about that <laughs> than the than the trashy fruit beers or the over the top. Yeah, I think I think we're a little more excited about that. Cool. Um, if you have not checked out our YouTube channel, please do. Uh, just search Ben and Brewing on YouTube. I'm not going to give the address because last time I did that, I got yelled at that it was too complicated. Just Google us. Uh, and actually, if you look for us on Google, Ben and Brewing, our webpage pulls up as number one. So uh, on the search list, I checked that the other day. So we're finally getting our SEO right. Um, check out our blog. Uh, check out our tutorials on our website. Uh, again, we've got a, for those of you brewers out there, if you're having a brew day 911, we have that nice chat feature on our website. Hit us up, message us. We'll help you through any any issues you're having and uh, try to help you through your through your brew day 911s. Yeah. So. I think our next video is going to be tap line cleaning. That's a that's a big, I know, you get your tap lines clean for free with this video. That's why you've been pushing it. <laughs> I am pushing it hardcore because we got to clean your kegerator. Those those tap lines are overdue for yeah, sure. Yeah, and that way, if we have a video, I can just reference it and do it myself next time. 
You're going to make me do it again, aren't you? Oh, 100%. Yeah. You're so good at it. Oh, you're so good at that. Yeah. Don't whitewash my fence. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it was a good episode, Christy. I appreciate the beer. Of course. Appreciate Thank the you. chat. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Tune in next time. We appreciate it so much. Catch you later, my friends.